Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. I'm Sanjay Parikh. And I'm Adam Walker. We have got a great episode for you today. But before we get started, I do want to mention you can support the podcast by going to Patreon, signing up, giving as little as a dollar a month. And when you do, you get access to our Discord channel. Let me just tell you right now, we have a giver that is now on Discord with us. And there is some seriously nerdy conversation happening on there. I'm following along and I don't understand any of it. (laughs) So you just admitted that you were not a part of the conversation. But yes, it is super nerdy talk. Uh, some it, It's productivity talk, some of it. Yeah. No, talk it's great. about productivity. It's, great. it's not productive talk necessarily, yeah. but it is talk about productivity. Well, and, th- and that's our goal so. for the Tech Talk Y'all Discord is want it to be a private community where we can talk about technology. We can nerd out over the things that actually matter to us. And we can, I don't know, just be a community together. So if you want to be a part of that, we'd love for you to join in. Come give a dollar a month, $2 a month, $5 a month, whatever. And then you can join the Discord channel and you can have direct and unfettered access to Sanjay in particular because nobody cares about access to me. So uh, that's... The- <laughs> you, you, you know what you made me remember uh, when, when you said $2? I don't know if you remember this movie, but there's a movie by uh, John Cusack. And okay. like the entire movie, he's being chased by this paper boy who's wanting his $2. Um, I've totally forgotten what movie that is. And I'm going to have to find it because it's going to be my recommendation in another episode. I do not um, recall that because that it, sounds it's, amazing. It's, yeah. it's funny. But. So in this episode, we've got a lot of good things coming at you. We do have a couple of current event related Uh, technology articles that we're going to talk about related to Netflix and also related to Siri. We also want to got to talk just a little bit about the T-Mobile outage that just happens, how you can pay thousands of dollars for a very short conversation with some famous people, dog-like robots. And of course, we've got a crazy, I'm telling you, crazy, crazy, weird and wacky article coming at you. Plus, of course, tech recs and movie and TV recommendations. So, Let's get started. The current event related articles. The first one, hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over. iPhone feature will record police interaction and send location. So this is based off of the iPhone shortcuts app. And this guy created a a Siri shortcut that would start your phone recording and send someone, uh, I think a text message of your location when you get pulled over by the police and the way he describes it is actually kind of, kind of smart. He says, look, he's like, look, police have body cams and that's great. And that holds them accountable. This is the consumer side of that equation where the consumer or the maybe consumer is the wrong word where the, where the, uh, what pedestrian citizen, citizen. this is the citizen side of that equation where the citizen now is recording the interaction as well for the safety of all people involved. I I think it's pretty smart. Really? I, I, I think it is smart because we have seen these cases where, uh, and obviously not all cops do this, but bad cops will turn off their body cam. Um, if they're about to do something, they know they're about to do something that should not be recorded. So instead this is on your side of it and they can't turn off your camera. Although there have been cases where people, uh, officers have tried to do this. Um, I think the way that this person has built this is, is really smart, right? When it gets shut off, it automatically uploads it um, and copies it somewhere else so that uh, even if uh, something happens to the phone, it gets damaged, dropped, whatever, um, destroyed, it, the video is still going to be there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great. And, and, and it, 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 I will say... You know, I, I had an incident with a, a delivery person from an organization I will not name where I knew there was going to be a confrontation. And I, I proactively recorded that. And I did that for two reasons. One, because I wanted to capture the 
interaction because I, I knew it might be bad. And two, it actually kept my attitude in check as well during the interaction to make sure that, because I know I'm being recorded also, right? So I think it's, it's kind of good on both sides to make sure that both parties are acting admirably, I think, right? And, and, and looking at that video, the other person knew they were being recorded too, because you weren't hiding it. So uh, nope. <laughs> that didn't keep them from being nutsos. Yeah, it didn't, so. it didn't go well for that individual. Anyway, it is uh, what it is. So another current events related article, and I tagged this for, for an interesting reason. I'd never thought of this. So the title of the article is ditch these racist terms from your tech vocabulary. And it's specifically talking about uh, terms like master repository and changing that to main repository or, uh, or master and slave, changing that to, you know, primary and secondary or whitelist versus blacklist. And so these are terms that I've never even thought about, but there's a bunch of organizations that are jumping on the bandwagon to change this terminology because the words that we use matter. So Android's changing, Apple, Drupal, Grammarly, love Grammarly, Microsoft, Python, and in particular, GitHub, right? I mean, that's a huge one, yep. right? Yeah, that, that, that is absolutely a big one. And, you know, I don't know, I, I think I'm like you, I never really thought of it fully as offensive, but it is, right? I, I never even thought about it at all. But yeah, it does white matter. And blacklist. Yeah. yeah. Whitelist and blacklist. I've thought about that in the past. Okay. Um, master and slave to some extent. Uh, but now I, you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm building some code right now. And, um, one of the things that I'm uh, building on, and I forgot which uh, service it is, but, um, it already has, uh, the definitions of primary and replica, right. Mm. Which, um, exactly describes the two uh, instances, right? The primary right. is the one that you're writing to and the replicas are, are replicas of the original and that you can read from. Right. Um, and so, you know, it, it absolutely makes us, oh, it's Rails. That's what it is. Yep. Rails has actually instituted yep. this in their backend because you can have primary and replicas um, kind of throughout. I, I think this is great. I think it, um, you know, makes people feel, uh, you know, if, if any of these terms are going to be offensive to anybody, then let's not use them. Like yeah. there's other words. We can use other things to describe this thing. And they're um, likely more descriptive and, and better in any way. Right. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, interesting side note is that, um, I don't know if you've seen, but you know, they're getting rid of Aunt Jemima. Um, yeah, I did. And, and, and they're going to change the visual identity for uncle ben's i saw so they, they didn't say yeah. going to so, change it but yeah yeah oh so they're not going to change the name like they I, didn't say they were going to change the name though i think they likely will have to uh, okay that, yeah uh, I, to me uncle ben never sounded like the same as aunt jemima to me right um yeah. but the the roots of it are are very same talking about uh being able to kind of make things better uh, netflix's chief reed hastings is donating 120 million dollars uh to morehouse smellman spellman and uh unicef yeah. uh, so huge yeah. atlanta connection in this donation that they've done uh, what yeah. do you think about this so i so i i see this on a couple of levels. number one at the, at the at the macro level this is amazing like this is great i love that they're doing this on the micro level so i actually am uh, know pretty well the president of spellman college and so uh, so as a friend of hers, like I'm very excited for her and for what this yeah, could mean yeah. for them. And then I've actually done some work with Morehouse uh, School of Medicine in particular as well. I've, I've taken a tour of the whole campus. It is unbelievable. And the people yeah. they have there are so smart and so great. So I think this is a really, really good step to help, you know, continue to support uh, these historically black universities. So uh, interesting thing. I, I read about this. I, I was reading online uh, on Twitter. There was a discussion about this. 
And it's interesting the fact that in this donation, they left out the other college that's here, which is Clark Atlanta University. Yeah, and somebody made right. the point that Clark Atlanta is the only one of the three that actually has a media program. And mm. the fact that the chief, you know, the CEO of Netflix uh, is making this donation and not donating to the school that has a media program. Right. Like, what what happened there? And and somebody responding said, well, did Clark Atlanta actually cultivate that relationship and, and everything? And we, we don't know the details of how did this donation actually happen? Did right. it just get dropped on these places? Did Morehouse and Spellman actually actively, um, you know, did their development people actually get involved with, uh, you know, Netflix and Reed Hastings family um, right. to kind of help cultivate this? Um, so we, we don't uh, actually know kind of what, what uh, was behind here, but... Um, you know, it's unfortunate for Clark Atlanta. I think it's great, um, for the other schools. Yeah. Um, but you know, the other part of it is, is that I think that a lot of this was probably spurred on by a few years ago when they had, uh, that speaker at Morehouse that paid off everybody's, uh, tuition bills. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. I, I think that is probably for Morehouse, probably the thing that is now catapulted them and, and launched them into all of these things and being a part of that conversation. And again, yeah. This is great for Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's great. I, I think great for Atlanta. It's great that great Morehouse students. is here. Um, great for the students. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, I've always had this belief, like I wish that the students that graduate from the schools and colleges that we have here, I hope they stay here. Um, yeah, me too. And, and hope they continue to kind of uh, be productive here um, in Atlanta, in Metro Atlanta, in Georgia, um, and help bring up uh, the economy and and help with all of the challenges and things that we have. And and obviously, yeah. you and I both know that we've in the last couple of weeks have continued to have challenges uh, here yeah. in Atlanta. But yeah. um, this is a good so, sign, right? Kids coming out of school and not having loans. Uh, that, that That's a great right. thing. Love that. So. Right. So speaking of being productive, I was profoundly unproductive earlier this week uh, because T-Mobile was hit by phone calling and text messaging outage. And and I looked at the map and it was like out in every major city across the U.S. It was like, I mean, it was was almost to the point where I'm like, (laughs) is this like an attack? Like, what is happening right now? And it was just this crazy major outage. Did Did it affect you as well? Yeah, I, I was playing with the phone to try to figure it out. And sometimes uh, calls would connect, sometimes they wouldn't. Um, mm. And it seemed like uh, that was more when it was on uh, the cell signal versus on Wi-Fi. So yeah. like Wi-Fi calling, I've got that turned on on my phone. It seemed like it was okay. But mm. afterwards, I, I read a note somewhere. They haven't actually explained what happened, but it sounded like it was an IP routing issue. So it was some okay. kind of internet network kind of issue. And I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know the technology behind cell towers, but I, I suspect what they're probably doing is when you connect to the cell tower, it's probably uh, converting all that uh, voice data into packets and putting it on to a network so they can, you know, share voice and data over one connection. Right. Um, right. to, to kind of optimize their, their connect, uh, connectivity and, and cost. Um, and so there was probably some kind of master routing issue within their network that was not allowing packets, voice or data See, to be routed. To my the theory is that somebody just tripped over a cable and it just, <laughs> it just unplugged and it's like, well, there I, goes every major city. I, gotta... I thought you were going to go with aliens or something. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 no, I was going to bet aliens. I'm always assuming it's the simplest possible thing. Somebody just flipped uh-huh. a switch and they're like, what does this switch do? And they just, you know, flipped it off. Like, oh, oh, it took down all the network. Okay. Well, you know, so do that again. F- funny side story. Um, once when I was, uh, 
uh, working in Japan um, for uh, the first company I worked for out of college. I'm not going to say who it is, but it, I was working in cable head ends, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you're, you're, these cable head ends are where like all the wires are, right? And so like right. you unplug anything, like there's going to be an outage, right? right. And uh, this one time I had to plug into a piece of device and I was I was plugging in, I was like screwing on my um, my cable and there's a test port right there, but then they had left the key that turns the equipment on and off right there, plugged in, right? So I'm screwing my thing in and my hand hits the key and turns it off and I'm like, oh, and I turn it back on right away. Nobody would have known that that had happened, but I came clean and fessed up. I was like, hey, just so you know, like just for like a second, this yeah. thing got turned off, right? So there yeah. was probably an outage somewhere, you know, just for a second on this channel. This became a whole big deal. Uh, <laughs> the company had to write a letter of apology and it was like this this whole mess. But that's what happens when you accidentally turn off a piece of equipment. So, really, so what you're really saying is that you had a boss at one point that was cursing you for being honest. Like you're like, if you'd have just not told me, this would have been better. <laughs> you know, like that's what you're really telling me, right? Pro- probably, yeah. Okay, yeah, but that's that's not how I roll, so. And no, that's no, it's great. I like that about you. I like that about <laughs> you. So. All right, so listen, so speaking of people that you like talking to, right? Uh, you can now pay thousands of dollars to talk to celebrities for 10 minutes. It's a new service called Cameo, which is, I mean, the perfect name for that kind of service. I mean, literally the perfect name. And the coolest people on there, you can talk to Brett Favre for $5,000. Uh, you can talk to an ex in sync singer, Lance Bass, for $1,250. And my personal favorite that I saw on there, and actually, honestly, way underpriced, you can talk to Tony Hawk for a thousand bucks, which I would never pay, but still kind of amazing. I'm just saying. <laughs> So there, there's. Uh, it's interesting that I, when uh, we kind of tagged this article, um, it reminded me there's actually an app here in town uh, in Atlanta called Connector. Okay. Um, that uh, is from a good friend of mine. I'll, I'll share that um, basically does this exact same thing. They've been working on this for a while, uh, and he uh, is friends with uh, a guy, Greg Mike, who's a pretty well-known artist. Um, here in Atlanta, he's got some, mm-hmm. uh, some great art and, and Greg Mike's been uh, on the app a number of times. I don't know where they're at in terms of development, but their idea is almost essentially the same kind of thing, but it's for, uh, artists and, and, and folks that have a following to be able to connect with their audience. Oh, um, nice. and in theory also actually be able to raise that money and donate yeah. it to charity. Nice. So it's not That's really killer. just about. Uh, about them because the the problem that they've uh, seen and this was pre-pandemic days when they started working on this is that it's really hard for people that have a following to really connect with their fans Mm one-on-one right you go to an event like you know an art thing or a concert i mean there's a bazillion people there right right and you can't really have that one-on-one conversation and and obviously the dollars then creates a a winnowing effect right so there's certain people that just can't have that and um that may be unfortunate for the the celebrity because now they're actually not talking to people that they might want to talk to because of the money factor, but right. it's a way of, of being able to connect at least with some folks. So, I mean, this, um, this, it's interesting. Maybe a, we'll see more of this. That solves a problem for you, right? I mean, you have that same problem. Like you go out and there's just all these fans <laughs> all the time and you're just having to yeah. wade through them, you know? I, I, unfortunately it's the opposite problem where I have to pay them to talk to oh, me instead okay. of them paying me. So I, I don't, I don't think either one of these apps solves that problem because I, I can tell you this, I don't have enough money at all. 
Uh, and also what I don't have enough money for is the dog like robots that are now on sale. $75,000. We've talked about these from Boston. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boston. These are creepy looking suckers, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these are little, little headless dogs that are kind of like... So here's the fascinating thing about this. When you buy this, you have to agree that you're not going to mount weapons on it. You're not going to do scary stuff with it. You're not Basically, they're trying to make sure that they don't have bad PR out of yeah. these like zombie dogs that are yeah. running around. Um, yeah. And if you do any of those things, they will uh, like discontinue your license so that yeah. on renewal, like the thing is worthless and they right. won't give you updates or repair them or anything else like that. Um, yeah. what, what do you yeah. think? Are you going to get one of these to run around the house? Uh, well, I mean, around? you know, with that starter price of 75,000, I feel like it might just be a little out of my price range. Um, now, but you know, listen, I, I, I did see something that the price is actually 74,500. Does that change oh. your mind now? Uh, I mean, it makes me think about it like a microsecond longer, uh, but no, <laughs> but I mean, no, but so like, but, I mean, this was fascinating. Like in the article, it t- actually talked about how a haunted house tried to buy one of these to use in the haunted house. And they're like, no, that's going to be negative, you know, negative connotations for our, our robot. And I'm like, have you seen these things? These are creepy looking. They're negative just anywhere they go. And it, and, and it's, and it said like, I think it also said like not for home use. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's, it, it, oh, that, that's, that's what it is. It says, Spot is an amazing robot, but is not certified safe for in-home use. And I'm thinking, yeah, because it's going to kill you while you sleep. Like, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just so creepy looking, man. You, you know what I want to have happen here? I want somebody like um, uh, Steve uh, Wozniak, Woz, to yeah. buy like 10 of these things yes. and have them like running around. Yes. And, and do it. Like, take like, them he's for He's the kind of guy... Yeah, he's the kind of guy that would do that. Cause like he was a part of the um the uh the Segway. Like he's a part of like a polo Segway thing, or there's some kind of sport that they've done on Segways. Oh, no. And he's Are you serious? He's like yeah, he's like a there part of that. Segway polo? Yeah, I feel like, like that. anybody that plays Segway polo is just asking to get beat up by any other person on the planet. Like I just it's like an open invitation or something. Yeah, I, I, I think the thing that Steve Wozniak has going for him is he is such a nice guy. Like, I yeah, can't imagine true. anybody wanting to beat that guy up. No, that's true. He is a nice He's, guy. He is so pleasant and nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I saw him here uh, many, many years ago. They had him down at Georgia State uh, come in to do a talk. Uh, what a nice guy. That's Just cool. a nice dude. So, so, yeah. so, see, somebody like that can get away with Segway Polo. Me that's and you, true. like, we, we get beat up. Yeah, we get, I, I mean, there's lots of things that I do that should earn me a beating. I mean, for sure. So I'm, just, you know, I'm not going to mention I've been, all of them. But. I, I've been meaning to talk to you about those hats. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So spe- <laughs> speaking of things that can get you beat up, right? Uh, Bose shuts down its augmented reality development. And honestly, this is I mean, sad. who didn't see this coming though, right? It's Bose. Like, I mean, this isn't their jam, right? I Like, I... I never thought it was going to be successful. It was an interesting idea. It never seemed like it would be successful to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it was hard to see the applications of this, but I appreciated them pushing the envelope. And and we talked about this. I didn't look up when we talked about this, but we talked about this at some episode before. Oh oh, yeah. yeah, um, This is for the listeners that don't know. This this is basically a pair of eyeglasses that have directed speakers that then read things out to you based on what you're looking at. Um, So if you look at like a sign for a restaurant, it'll tell you, you know, like the menu or what time they're open or whatever it is. Right. Right. And so it, it was interesting. 
Um, but yeah, that's unfortunate. I Not wonder practical. if they kill though they can take some of that technology and use it somewhere else, right? Like Maybe. use it in different applications. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting, but not practical, right? Because because augmented reality that's overlaying your vision where it's not obtrusive is practical. That makes sense. Where you can, you know, you look at a restaurant, you can see the hours and stuff, but you're the only one seeing it. Augmented reality where it's actually speaking something, and even though it was bone conduction, still to me, that's that's more obtrusive. It's just more, it's just more, yeah. it's hard to get over, so. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Somebody's talking to you and then this thing starts talking to you yeah. and you're like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can't do that. And, then, and yeah. it's bone connection. So it's not like you can't look at them and give them that angry look and be like, I have earphones in, you know, like you norm, like we would do to your kids, right? It's like, right. like I, you know, you can't do that. It's like, it's their bone conduction. So you don't know. I don't know. You just look like glasses. Yeah, you just so. got regular glasses on. What's, what's yeah. your problem? What's the problem? Yeah. Well, what the problem is, is all kinds of climate change happening. And Lyft is vowing to do 100% of its vehicles to be pure electric by 2030. This is an aggressive, yeah. aggressive goal. This is bold. Like, I can see any company being like, oh, by 2040 or 2050. No, this is 2030, man. So it is and isn't aggressive in my mind, right? Like, okay. we kind of need it now, right? And I understand that they can't do it right away. But yeah. then it like unpacks a lot of issues along with that, right? So first of all, you can't do a quick charge on a car right now. So yep. it's going to take an hour, an hour and a half to charge up your car once it's empty. And is somebody that's driving around for Lyft going to just sit there for an hour, hour and a half and not make any money? Like that well, they're probably gonna swap doesn't out. seem to make sense. That's a, they're they're going to gonna swap gonna have to rent. Yeah, they're going to have to rent cars and they're going to have to swap out. So the fleet will have to be owned by Lyft, I think. And Lyft even talked about in the article how they're going to try to make electric cars cheaper than gas cars in the yeah. running from Lyft uh, platform. And this, I think those have to swap on a regular basis. So that, so if that's the case, then that I think makes a lot of sense. I think yeah. though there's a, a, there's somebody that has been on my mind for a long time that should be going to an all electric fleet. And I just don't understand why they don't, which is the U S postal service. I knew right? you were going to say I mean, that. I knew it. I, like I, they're vehicles that are delivering in these residential neighborhoods stop and then drive eight feet and then stop again. Right. And now listen, I'm going to warn up burning gas. Yeah. We need some hyper fit male people with big backpacks, just walking through those neighborhoods, man, <laughs> power walking, just power walking through the neighborhood. You know, have you, have you been down to, um, uh, tech square at Georgia tech and seen the Amazon delivery person that's there? Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Where they're walking around literally with the huge backpack and like the boxes so they have and stuff a, on them. Yeah. With the boxes yeah, and stuff inside. Yes, yeah. Brilliant. It's huge. I love that. So I can see uh, a postal worker not wanting to do that. Like there's, I think there's still areas of the country where they do that. Like in, in like in Philly, um, in yeah. town, I've seen no, them there listen, before man. because everything is so dense, but you know, here in Atlanta, this is the next work. fitness trend, Sanjay. Okay. This oh. is it right here. You want to get fit. You want to make, a little bit of money, but not a lot, but a little bit of money, then you can do that by <laughs> delivering packages. Here's your route. We're going to hold you to it because you're not going to make any money. You're going to get fired if you don't do it. So there's accountability <laughs> built in. This is the perfect fitness regimen, man. I'm telling so, you. So this is what they're missing then. They are missing kind of a good name, right? Because you got CrossFit. So yeah. they, they need some like Postal Fit or something, you know, like something Ooh, like yeah. that makes it. You, you yeah. Gotta, how about, how about, how about all just, about branding? How about we call it going postal and we, it, it, we change what that means. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I think it still might be too soon for that. I don't, 
I don't know. Uh, um, maybe, maybe, anyway. maybe they should. Maybe they should own that, right? Like you get a bunch yeah. of mail carriers that are super fit, and you do an ad yeah. campaign, and they're like we've gone postal. That's um, the best ad campaign I can imagine for the postal service. I'm just saying right now. That's, you, that's you know what I just. People. You know what I just realized? Like, you probably yeah. don't want people with like an angry voice saying, "We've gone postal." <laughs> I, so I, I actually take that back. Um, right. Maybe, That's probably maybe not a good more, tagline. That's probably not a good more tagline. gentle so, name for yeah. it. But, yeah. but yeah, I, I wonder post like, if fit. you could make post this fit. a craze. Post fit. Post fit. Post fit. That's it. Yeah. Postfit.com. Go buy it right now. Eating, eating too much Postmates? Try post fit. <laughs> See? See? There you go. Right? That's good. <laughs> leverages off of somebody oh else that's already built their brand and then you, you put this we, into a craze and and you'd have all these people from, wanting to work for the post office how do we get from lyft going electric to solving the post office emissions problems like this is <laughs> well i mean this has applications for lyft too honestly yeah. right so the yeah. way that lyft lyft could go even better than just going all electric they could just go to piggyback rides piggyback rides yes yep. And then, and they're already called Lyft. I mean, you're just, you're lifting See? people, man. Like, <laughs> it's brilliant. And you All get right, Lyft fit. You get Lyft fit by giving piggyback rides. I, honestly, I would probably use Lyft more if I could get a piggyback ride. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Last, last article. And then we got to go to weird and waggy. This is great. Twitter starts. I, I'm sure the I'm sure the listeners are going, wait, wasn't that the weird and wacky already? No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Uh, Twitter starts rolling out audio tweets on iOS. Now I did look and it is not rolled out to my app yet. I was, I was going to post on there just, you know, so we could experience it together, but this is interesting question mark. I, I, I guess I don't, I don't think I've got that in my app yet. Either. No, well, it's only on iOS yet so far oh. uh, and, it, and it's a slow rollout, uh, but, but they're trying to bring it everywhere. And I guess, I mean, it's a whole new, it's a whole new dynamic to Twitter really, which is, yeah. I, I guess I, Interesting. I saw my first one. Of course, uh, you know, the big celebs get it first. So Jimmy Fallon oh. posted one um, and he kind of ran out of things to say. He was like, I, I don't I don't know what to do now. It's, it's like micro podcasting. I mean, honestly, that's kind of yeah. what it is. It's it's literally like micro podcast, like boom, 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 boom. And you're done. I mean, it, which is you, you know what we should do. We should clip out that little bit that we just did about the, the post office and post fit and make that into an audio tweet. That's what we should do. That's a great audio tweet right there. That's coming at you, people. Maybe maybe anyway. that's how we should use audio tweets, right? So we should clip little things uh, out of the podcast. I, hey, this a is idea. a note for Shannon because uh, she's going to listen to this later. Uh, we should do that, Shannon. And yeah. by we, we I wanna, mean you because want you to do Adam way and I are incapable. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All there right. Go. Well, listen, it's time for Weird and Wacky. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. He's not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. This is amazing. Sanjay, you got to read this out to us, and then we got to talk about it. This is crazy. Uh, what the cluck? KFC announces a new video game console. I was secretly and... hoping that you misspoke on that third word. I really was. I just, I just. <laughs> I know. I That's why I was very it. deliberate. <laughs> and you know I'm from Kentucky, too, so yeah, I'm very deliberate. Yeah. Well, that's why you had to read it because you're that. from Kentucky. So, uh, yeah. so KFC is announcing a new and you, game console. You, you, what do you, you know too? I'm I'm a Kentucky Colonel as well, just like I Colonel Sanders. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? Good to know. Yeah, I don't think I, so. No. I'm a I'm a Colonel. Okay. I'm a Kentucky Colonel. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? You can call me Colonel then. 
That, that's about Does that it. I mean, you're gonna are you gonna dress up in the white suit with like the the white goatee? Are you gonna do that? Like, that that is not the official outfit of the Kentucky Colonel. There's actually a, a an outfit, uh, the classic Kentucky Colonel uh, outfit. It's very ornate. I do not have that, but okay. I got that as a as a uh, I was awarded that, named that by the governor of Kentucky, um, as other people are uh, for uh, good works. Uh, and I stuff. did and, not and making know that. The, making the Commonwealth of Kentucky proud as that I am a Kentuckian. Uh, that heart. is a big deal, so, man. Good job. It, it, wow, it is a lifetime appointment. I'll have to show you my fancy uh, certificate at some point. Uh, I love that. that. I, have I, I did not know girl. that about you. But wow. but that doesn't apparently help me getting a, a KFC video console. Um, video game earlier console. Video game I mean, console I'm just early. So yeah walk, yeah, walk us through this. There was some really good little, little nuggets in here, as I recall. Um, so so th- I also th- didn't know that... They have a game called I Love You, Colonel Sanders on Steam, a Colonel Sanders-themed dating simulator. I had no idea. Right, and so, that's a real thing. So that is a real thing. This is not a real thing. But I will say, did did you watch the video on, on the tweet? I, I did. I, I did watch the video. The video is awesome. That video is amazing. But where I started to fully crack up was when it said it's got the, the what what the hot chicken chamber, I think is what it was. And it showed like this. <laughs> It showed like this place where you could put your hot chicken for while you're playing your video games. And, and it was, yeah. it was just kind of amazing. I was dying laughing. Uh, it, it's, I, and it's and so it, well and, done. And I got to say the article that uh, led us to this too on extreme tech is actually pretty well written as well. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. And this person like, wait, is this true? Is this real? And then starts dissecting right. the whole thing and be like, this is not real. Yeah, and and I, I have to believe that this was probably an April fool's joke that yeah. because of the yeah. pandemic and everything they ended up not doing, which yeah. thank God nobody did massive April fool. Hopefully this year was the end of April fool's jokes. Cause I'm kind of done. I don't know, man. If this that. was one, this is pretty good. My favorite line but from this article I kind of like the fact that they're doing it not on April 1st. They're doing well, it that's like true. at random other times. My, yeah. but my, but my favorite, favorite line from line? this article was the original PR references, a quote, 11 gigahertz zinger processor. <laughs> I was just, Oh, a zinger processor. Oh, well, that's a good one. <laughs> that that is that that is quite a zinger. Right that's there. how you know it's good, you know. So, <laughs> I, just, I, oh, I only so have good. an eight, I only have an eight zinger, eight gigahertz. Zinger yeah, processor. an eight gigahertz zinger. I mean, not eleven gigahertz. That's really where the where the money's at, right there. So, oh they, my gosh. They, the All only right. way they could have made this a little bit better was talk about you know uh, what was that from uh, Back to the Future's eight eight point three gigawatts or whatever. oh yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they should have All said right. something right Well, that. it's time for our Tech Rex. Uh, Sanjay, what Tech Rex do you have for us this week? Tech Rex, Tech Rex, time to get your Tech Rex. Tech, 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 Tech Rex. Chicky, chicky. Tech Rex. Time tech to get your Tech Rex. So I stumbled upon uh, this little app. Now, let me ask you before I tell you what this, this app does. Um, what do you do when you buy products for the home um, like your appliances and things like, what do you do with like all the manuals and all that stuff? I throw them away. So, so we're on the opposite end. We actually have like a Ziploc bag full of manuals. And then whenever you need them, you have to go fishing through this thing, man. All um, that stuff's online, dude. I don't need to keep that stuff. But here's the problem is you got to go find all that stuff online. And it's annoying to go find that stuff online. So the app that I found it's called MyCentric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q. The uh, the folks at This Old House um, are partnered with them, and that's how I found this. We were watching This Old House, 
And by the way, side story, it's really annoying on this whole house. They show you some great products, but they will never tell you what the product's name is. And so you've got to like pause it and freeze frame it and figure it out and like kind of reverse engineer and search these things out. Wow. And I know why they're doing it because right. they don't want to seem biased or anything, but they're actually partners with, partnered with Centric. And so you can go in there and enter in any product and if they already have the manuals and the how-to videos and all that stuff, they will immediately show it to you. If they don't, within 24 to 48 hours, they will go and hunt all that stuff down and have it available for you. So then you can, in each room, select all the products you have. And if you ever need to like look up anything, you just go there one place, be able to look at the manuals and all of that stuff. You can also upload receipts and things like that. We're not doing that bit of it because I'm worried about the privacy side of it because mm. the app is free. And what we've talked about before is if it's free, then you're the product. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the ways that they make money is that if you need like replacement parts or anything, they will link you over to Amazon and they get an affiliate cut based on that, which I'm okay with that. That's yeah. totally yeah. fine. But okay. it's pretty well done. It's interesting. Um, and so even my like uh, microphone right here, I added it and it went out and uh, hunted down the micro, the uh, All manual. Right, so, so here's what I'm hearing you say. I said, I throw the manuals away <laughs> because I can get it online. And now what you're saying is, now you found a product so you can throw the manuals away and get it online. <laughs> is, that, is that about right? But get it online easier rather than having to hunt down each individual company and figure out. And they actually do a good job. They they also pull in like how-to videos. So yeah. people that have done yeah. how-tos on your product okay. of how to replace pieces and parts, yeah. um, you can see it. Like I end up doing that. Like I'll go, yeah. um, right. I had to do something not too long ago. I had to replace something. And I was watching videos on YouTube and there's a just a bunch of videos and a lot of them don't relate exactly to the thing that I'm trying to figure out yeah, or they're just slightly true. different model numbers. So all the things yep. are different. Um, yep. and so they figure all that stuff out for you. I don't know how they're doing it. I think it's AI based some sort. Yeah, um, and I think I then that. there's some human intervention if, uh, if things go wrong. So, um, <clears throat> if you're a homeowner or even if you're not, and you have to deal with, uh, products and manuals and all that garbage and you hate dealing with them, you hate saving them. If you're like me, or you hate throwing them away if you're like Adam. Well, you can keep throwing them away. Well, you should recycle them. Don't throw them away. I recycle them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, then uh, here's your way of not having to spend that inordinate time afterwards looking for those manuals. So, what about you, Adam? What do you got for us to to make our lives easier? All right. So I, I got to tell you a story so you can appreciate why this product is particularly amazing. Uh, so. My wife and I like to do weekend projects around the house. And, uh, and actually we, I may even be starting like a little YouTube channel with, with a buddy of mine that, that helps me with projects as well. So last weekend I was doing a project where we were, we're putting up a plank wall and these are uh, wood planks and they're in the, the pattern of herringbones. So, you know, they're, they're, they're like this intri intricate pattern all across the wall. I spent a ton of time doing it. Got the wall, you know, 95% done on Saturday. And it's like, all right, I'll finish up all the little tiny pieces on the side of the wall tomorrow morning. So I got up the next morning, get up early, get started, put nails in the nail gun, accidentally put in nails that were just a little bit longer than the nails the previous day. You can see where this is going. And <laughs> then I get all the pieces nailed up and it looks just spectacular. And my wife's looking and she goes, why is there that dark spot in that one area of the wall? And of course, I think, oh no, it's a water leak. I've hit a water pipe. So I, I scramble downstairs, turn off the water main. Turns out it was not a water leak, but I did put more than one hole into the uh, the HVAC copper pipe that takes the Freon up to the HVAC unit. 
And so when you oh, put your hand no. on that spot, it was very, very cold. So uh, I have since then gotten it repaired. I got a great HVAC repair guy, which is great. But I wanted to make sure that I didn't really hit any other spots that I was concerned about. So in comes this product. This was a gift to me. Uh, actually, it was a gift to one of my sons by my dad a couple a couple years ago. It's called Depstech, I guess. Depstech. It's kind of a weird name. It's like a $30 thing on Amazon. And essentially, it is a camera that is uh, an endoscopic camera that you can like fish down a wall. It's got an LED light on the end. And you can tie it into your phone. So your, your cell phone via Wi-Fi is your monitor. And then you can, you can fish this thing. It's like, like six feet long. And you can fish it down a wall and see what's in the wall and see is there a nail in the pipe or not a nail in the pipe. And you can fish it under a door and be creepy if you want to. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. I wouldn't do the creepy stuff. That's a bad idea. But you get my point. For home repair stuff, it's kind of helpful and kind of amazing. So uh, I think it's like 30 bucks on Amazon. It's pretty, pretty neat. So. Yeah, so um, uh, I hadn't looked at this until you started talking about it. I was like, oh, what is this? So uh, I actually have a similar one, except mine um, is not as fancy as yours, it looks like. Mine is just purely a USB camera. So it's USB and then a long you know, thing and then a camera tip at the end. And uh, mm -hmm. absolutely, you should have one of these in your, in your toolbox. Um, I got it at some point for some reason. I think there was an Amazon deal on it. And I was like... Yeah, right. I might need one of these one day. And I've now used it. Um, like when I've been repairing um, the faucets and replacing parts and stuff like that. And then I can't exactly yep. see down deep in there and what's going on. And you just kind of feed that guy in there and see and check out and make sure everything's good. So uh, yep. it's not that expensive. I think mine was like 15, 16 bucks. The one you've got is like 40 yep. bucks. Depends on how fancy you want it. Do you want a USB one only or do you want one that does Wi-Fi like yours? But uh, everybody should have one of these because you just never know when yeah. you might need something. That's yeah, cool. Really, I, I like really, yours. Really I, I, yeah. I mean, the the having the USB one has been nice because it, it was cheap, but it is definitely limiting because then you have to have the laptop nearby the thing where you're feeding it. Whereas the one you've got, yeah. you don't have to put your just more your expensive electronics in, in danger, right? You can just feed this thing. Yeah. And if you, yeah. if you mess up this thing, it's 40 bucks and it's like, okay, that's not a big deal. Good to go. Uh, at the end of Good it. Good to go. Yeah. I like that. I All like right, that. Sanjay, what, uh, what movie recommended movie TV recommendation do you have for us today? So mine, I think I, uh, mentioned last time I was going to make a recommendation based on your recommendation last time, which was travelers last time. And I'm going to go old school. And the original kind of idea where these came up was this movie called Trancers. Now, Trancers is a very old movie. Uh, I'm going to look up while I'm talking when this movie is from, but, uh, basically the premise is, is that people come from the future and then inhabit the, uh, the bodies of their ancestors. So you can oh. go back and be any one of your ancestors in the past. So this is movies from 1984. Um, but this wow. is the movie that I first saw and fell in love with Helen Hunt. Um, Helen Hunt was in the original movie. There's been actually a series of these movies. The first one is good. All the rest of them have been awful, uh, but uh, there's a guy and the cool guy, the, like the main um, tough guy that comes from the future to kind of protect the past. His name is yeah. Jack Death, D-E-T-H, Jack Death. Um, I've always That's thought a that great was great name. Isn't that a cool name? 
Uh, yeah. So yeah. So if you are a Helen Hunt fan or uh, like sci-fi movies and and want to watch something that uh, is kind of the precursor to like Travelers and all these other movies that talk about um, you know traveling back in time through people, uh, check out Transfers. Uh, really well done. Don't check out all the other Transfers because they're not well done at all. So not well done. What about you, Adam? What do you got for us? I kind of recommend the movie Get Smart. Uh, Steve Carell, um, really funny. And of course, based on the TV show Get Smart, which I actually am a nerd enough to have watched, I think, almost every episode of, because uh, I used to watch Nick at Night like a like a boss when I was a kid. Me too. <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually watch it on Nick at Night. I watched it on, I don't know, it was one of TV those. Land? It was on TV Saturday Land? Saturday morning. No, I think it was like oh. actually on TV. Uh, oh, okay. I think like TBS. Okay. TBS yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the day. Yeah, um, man, such a good. It was a, it was a great. It was a great show. A great super show. funny, and uh, the movie was. Should really we be well using? Done. I really enjoyed it. Should we be using the cone of silence right now? Um, yeah, I mean the cone of silence is pretty great. Um, other than the fact that it never has worked. So um, no, <laughs> it never has worked. <laughs> every time, I still every time wanted, they did that bit. Every time, I so still good. want a shoe phone. I still want a shoe. Oh phone. man, the I shoe mean, phone is on. the way to go. I mean, that's that's where it's at. I also Although like it the. It seems uh, kind of gross to put. I was gonna say it seems kind of gross to put your shoe bottom of your shoe up to your head right like that i don't know that just yeah well i mean in all fairness there's probably less feces on the bottom of your shoe than there is on your cell phone i mean, just i'm just statistically speaking i would imagine that's, that's probably, probably true. true so yeah that's that's probably so, true. i mean it, it, uh, it, so if you're going by fecal matter then you're better off with your shoe on your face <laughs> you, you were about to say you you like the elevator at the end of the uh the well intro, i mean i just I, I, no i love the elevator like the whole like elevator in the phone booth when i mean obviously it's not they're just squatting down right but it's just so great like it's such a good effect so that's my favorite <laughs> so anyway you, you know talking about uh, since you're mentioning a steve corral movie and this is an upcoming steve corral movie and we've not watched it yet but um there is a movie coming out uh irresistible uh and it's with john stewart i've seen some trailers of it it's coming out june 26th um, so it's about eight, eight days from when we're recording this. Um, it looks funny. Uh, I know nice. you and I both watched space force and we were yeah. not I, it, fans. It got better at the end. I think I got, it got some laugh out louds from me at the end. Um, uh, but yeah, it still I don't know. Amazing. Yeah. To me all the way to the end, I was kind of like, uh, this just didn't it do still it. Wasn't, I, think, I think I might actually watch good. it again to see if it's funnier. The I think it actually might be funnier the second time. I'm not even kidding. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't I don't think only I'm only going to do that if I can do it while doing something else, because I'm not uh, going to dedicate see. my full attention to it. That's for sure. So here's the one big question that's left. And this is a little bit of a spoiler alert. What was Lisa Kudrow in prison for? Man, I don't know. I was wondering that the whole the whole series like and she's going to be in there like for the rest of her life. And I'm like, man, what happened? She but I think goes part to of prison the... in the first episode, and then they never yeah. talk about why she's in prison. Never talk about why she's entire... in prison. So crazy. And I was, like, so I was crazy. like, did I miss it? I, so I didn't miss no. it. it they no, just, you didn't miss didn't. it. No. Okay. okay. No. It's crazy. That that drove All me right, nuts, well, uh, by the way. Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you other than getting on Patreon and giving a dollar and getting on our Discord channel? Uh, they can find me at sanjaypark.com or... Uh, at Sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y. They can also find me on Medium. I just did another post that it's kind of a doozy. Uh, it's a nine-minute read, and I looked a couple of days ago, and the average person reading it had read it for 40 seconds. So I'm kind of like the tree that falls in the forest when nobody's around. Yeah. I'm not sure if I made a sound. So Medium posts are depressing like that. Would read that. Yeah, medium yeah. posts are depressing like I, that. Yeah. I kind of feel like I, I I don't want any stats about my articles now. Cause no, you're better you know, off not knowing. You but, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. What about you, Adam? Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on my website, adamjwalker.com. I do write on Medium, so you can find the link to Medium from my website. I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram. You can find all those links on the website. And you can find links to um, all the podcasts that I do. This one in particular, but then also I host a podcast uh, called Real Pink by Susan B. Komen. And pretty soon, I might have a YouTube channel doing some home improvement stuff just because it's fun. And I'll have a link on my website there too. So adamjwalker.com. Check it out and, uh, you know, give us a rating. Five stars. Uh, yeah, hop on five, stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars.